0: six reasons I went from paper to digital notes. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. I can't tell you how many times I've probably said in numerous podcast episodes or just in talking with one-on-one clients or group members just to grab good old pen and paper (laughs) and write things down. I've said it so many times, this is what I've done myself. I'm sure it's countless number of times. Not only am I a fan of entrepreneurs getting things out of our heads, but I'm also a fan of writing things down so I don't forget them, or I have a running to-do list for some accountability, I like strategizing on paper, and of course, I love planning and preparing. As a full-time entrepreneur, I have a store. I have an online education business with a podcast, group memberships, one-on-one clients, partnerships, team members to communicate with, and so much more. This means I tend to have lots of calls booked every week, and I take a lot of notes. I spent the past five years using good old pen and paper, and I'm doing air quotes, you just can't see me to take notes for everything I did, and I started getting frustrated. I didn't realize it at the time, but I started getting frustrated, not only with the volume of paper and sometimes then the filing that came with it, because really I wanted to save this information that I was documenting. It wasn't stuff that I wanted to throw away. And I definitely started to get frustrated when I was trying to find some of these things that I was writing down. And even though I had a file system, sometimes the papers would pile up. I'm sure I have a picture of stacks of paper on my small desk, but it would all start to pile up because I didn't always stay on top of my filing system. And you might be able to relate to this. So I know I have friends and I know I have group members because they tell me this who have multiple books or journals or notebooks where they take notes, maybe for classes that they watch or group calls that they attend or projects that they're working on. I have a friend who has multiple notebooks and she always says to me, oh, I have to find the notebook where I write that down, where I wrote that down. Or I know I have that sticky note somewhere on my desk and I can see one-on-one clients all over their desk trying to find that note that they wrote or that to-do list that they want to work on. You know, that one piece of paper where you wrote something down on. I see you. (laughs) I see all of you or many of you doing this. I've done this myself. I would even sometimes take my handwritten notes and then type them into Google Docs. Okay, so... Talk about inefficiency, and you all know how I feel about systems and having an efficient business. Seriously, like the systems and processes gal was failing in this area. That would be me. I knew I was failing. I knew I was getting frustrated. And then I wish I could remember where, but I learned about digital note taking, where you still hold a physical instrument to write, like an Apple pencil but you're writing on a surface that creates digital notes. And really the first place that I I can think about that rings a bell in terms of like remembering where this might have first popped into my brain, the, the possibility of this, was when maybe I saw a Facebook ad for a remarkable tablet. And this took me down a rabbit hole. Now, I don't use a remarkable tablet now. I'll tell you all the things that I use in a minute. But I feel compelled to share about it because this ad is one of the reasons why I was inspired to go from paper to digital note taking. I feel like this opened a whole new world to me and then, while I went down this rabbit hole of digital note taking and what tool to buy and what to use, I became stuck in indecision about what hardware I would buy to make the switch. But then, earlier this year, I made a decision. I was like, okay, Kathy, this is one thing I've been working on. I've talked about it in Master Shopkeepers, where even like responding to emails, I am telling myself, make the decision and respond. Don't wait a week. You probably know what your answer is or dig deeply quickly to get the answer and reply to the email and get it off your plate. And really, since I've made this decision both to get myself out of indecision and to make decisions faster, not impulsively, but to make them faster and to switch to digital note taking, I have not looked back. Now, I'm going to slow down here a little bit. I often feel like retailers and those involved in the independent retail industry, I feel like for years, and hopefully I'm changing this, we've been behind in terms of using technology. And I have yet to hear anyone in this industry talk about this particular subject. So I'm really excited to be recording this podcast episode. Now, some of you may not think it's important or a big deal. I on the other hand have found this change. <laughs> I'm going to use this word. It sounds dramatic, but I'm going to use it anyhow. It's revolutionary. I'm not kidding. It has been so good for me and I'm I'll explain why. And if I find something helpful in business, you know I'm going to share it with all of you. I don't always share it immediately. Most of my group members know, particularly those in Master Shopkeepers, that I do my due diligence. I will spend a year or more researching, spending time using something. I will spend so much time before I actually share a resource or something with you. I ask a million questions. I use it myself, and it's just so important to me to do that first instead of just you know, promoting or sharing about anything that comes my way. It's really important to me to know that it works for me or that it works for other retailers before I share it with all of you. Now, I'm trying to think maybe it's not 100% of the time, but it's the majority of the time, trust me. So first, let me tell you the six big reasons why I made this switch. Number one, less clutter. I'm kicking this list off with this particular reason first because This has made a nice difference in my own home office and on my desk. Now, I have a small home office and I have a very small desk, which means a small writing surface, and I already have a large computer screen on it, so there isn't a lot of room. And the piles of paper and notebooks that were consuming my desk became so annoying. I had paper everywhere. And then again, I would file the paper away, but that only happened maybe twice a year. And I won't go into detail why or what, but what's important to share is that these weren't minor to-do lists or checklists. So again, it's important. It was important information that I didn't want to throw away. And there was a good chance that I would go back and refer to it. Number two, sustainability. Now, I'm far from being the poster child of sustainability, Uh, Shout out to Jessica Thompson. (laughs) Go follow her on TikTok if you haven't listened to her episode yet. She is a great representative for sustainability. However, I do like to contribute to being green. I even do some things at the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat to help the earth. Like I use reusable lanyards for name tags We use the same lanyards every year, and I plan on using them at future events, too. That way, I'm not giving everyone a lanyard that's plastic and that gets thrown away. Another thing that we do is we serve meals on real china with silverware instead of using disposable plates and plasticware. Those are just a couple of things, and to me, they might seem or feel minor, but it's important to me that I at least put some effort into this area. So anyhow, once I switched from paper to digital, I can honestly tell you I use way less paper. I don't have the piles of paper on my desk. I'm not shredding a ton like I used to. I'm not using a ton like I used to. So, And for me, I'll check that off as a win in the sustainability column. Number three is syncing. Really, technically, I'm talking about Apple syncing. Now, I understand that not everyone uses Apple products. I see and hear you Android users before you get mad at me. However, Apple is what I use, so this is what I'm going to share about. I have a MacBook Pro, I have an iPhone, and now I have an iPad. And one reason I switched to digital is because I knew I could access and read my digital notes no matter which Apple product I was using. I no longer have to be frustrated that, I, that the notes I take on paper that they're in my office and maybe I'm at my store or I'm out of the house and I need to reference them, but I can't because I'm not home. I can now see my notes no matter where I'm at because generally I have at the minimum my phone with me and I can see all of my notes on my phone. Number four, editing capabilities. This is way more helpful than I Ever thought it would be so? My brain, you all know, can be scattered and crazy (laughs) like, really scattered. And it may not come across this on the podcast episode, but I usually have a million things going on in my brain, I have a million projects that I'm working on. And actually, this is the case for most entrepreneurs. So, when I'm getting things out of my head in terms of planning and strategizing and putting those things onto paper, it isn't always in the perfect order, right? Like when you go to write a plan down, you change that plan several times or many times before the plan is put into place. So having the ability to copy and paste and drag and drop from one page to another, I'm not even talking about on the same page, or from one workbook to another, And then you can even turn your handwriting into typewritten text. There are like so many things that digital note-taking gives you the ability to do that good old pen and paper just don't offer. Number five is creative note-taking. This is actually a fun one. I don't need a case, like an actual pencil case, filled with colored pens or highlighters to accomplish note-taking that's easier to understand and read. So what do I mean by this? On the the Notes app that I use, and I'll tell you what I use in a minute, the Notes app that I use, there are highlighters. You can do different colored pens, and then you could even add fun stickers. Yes, digital stickers. I understand that it's not functional, maybe, and helpful as copy and paste, but it is fun, and it adds a really creative element to my notes and my note-taking, And especially if you're a creative at heart, you're going to love some of these features. Even if you're not a creative at heart, sometimes just highlighting certain things that you write down, changing the maybe the heading or the subheading or have it having it look differently so it breaks up all of the text in your notes. I mean, now we're going like back to school days when we took notes in classes. But anyhow, the creative elements that come with digital note taking can be really fun and can enhance your notes. I guess that's what I'm saying. And number six is my notes. This is a big one. So I want you to pause and listen. All of my notes now are searchable. This is one of the things that make this whole process revolutionary. I no longer have to struggle trying to find where I wrote something down, which file is it in? Where is it at on my desk? I can literally pull up my app use the search function, and search all of my notes. And I already have a ton of notes in my app that I use. I can search them. It's able to search my handwriting. That's pretty incredible. And you can probably hear the nerdy excitement in my voice, but I don't care. This is a big deal to me, again, because I'm not wasting time. And I love that it can search my handwriting. It doesn't have to be text that I typed out amazing, right? So some of you might be thinking, okay, Kathy, tell me how I can do all of this and use all of this. So here's a short list of what I bought to get this rolling in my life. So I bought an iPad and uh, I'm pretty sure there are many of you because I've run polls in our groups and I feel like at least two thirds of the group members had an iPad. It was, it was pretty substantial. It was definitely more than half. But I didn't have an iPad. I had no interest in an iPad. I already felt like having a phone and a, and a MacBook was plenty, and I didn't need anything else in my life. But hands down, this is one of the best decisions that I made, even though it feels like a bit much. So I invested in, in an iPad. And it wasn't even an iPad with a lot of memory because I don't plan on having a lot of apps on this iPad. I plan on using it just for a few things, and I don't need a ton of memory on it. So I think I bought, I think it was like the 10.2-inch screen. It was a 2021 version with maybe 64 gigabytes of memory. Again, not a ton of memory. Now, if you plan on putting everything on your iPad, you might need more memory, but I knew I wouldn't. So the investment in the iPad was, I think, around $275. And we'll have the iPad, um, the style of iPad that I bought, I'll have it linked in the show notes. Uh, number two is I bought an Apple Pencil. This is a long, sleek, kind of, sh- it's a little shiny, definitely feels fancy, digital pencil that works with the iPad. And the one thing that I did is I bought a first-generation Apple Pencil, but I wish I would have bought a second-generation, because the first-generation Pencil, you have to actually plug into your iPad to charge it, and then it has a cap to cover and uncover where it charges. And the second-generation Pencil doesn't have a cap, and it has a magnetic charge, so it actually, like, there's a magnet in it. It sticks to your iPad, and that's how it charges. Simpler, easier. It doesn't have the cap. You don't have to worry about losing the cap. And then again, you can charge your iPad and charge the pencil at the same time. So that is one thing that I learned. I would have gone with the second generation Apple Pencil, and we'll have that linked in the show notes too. We'll have an Amazon link in the show notes. And then I got the Good Notes app. It's all one word good notes. And there's a free version, you get up to 3 workbooks. It would be like the equivalent of like a blank journal. Um but you get 3 workbooks free with the free version of that app. Now, you also have the option of upgrading and paying just one time for unlimited workbooks and of course, I knew once I filled up three workbooks, and I knew I was going to use this long term. I went ahead and bought the app for unlimited workbooks, and it was only $10. I think it's $10.99 now. So we'll try to link that in the show notes. And it is, as far as I know, only good for Apple products. It doesn't work. From what I understand, it doesn't work with an Android phone. But I'll talk about that either next or in the next episode. So again, the GoodNotes app, very, very affordable in terms of the workhorse that it's become for me. And then some other additional things that I bought, these are more accessories, not required, you don't need them. I bought um, just a cover for the iPad to protect it with a pencil holder. I'll link the one that I bought in the show notes too. And then I also bought, because this is one thing that I feel like was really important to me is I want it to feel like I'm writing on paper. It's the one thing that I feel like most of us would miss is like, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was writing on like a really sleek, smooth screen. So I bought a paper-like screen protector. I'll link the one I bought in the show notes. I don't absolutely love it. It's okay. I have a feeling there's probably better versions out there. So I'm going to try another one. And when I do buy and use that one, I'll be sure to share it. But we'll link the one that I bought on Amazon in the show notes. And I think that was $11. So again, I know from running surveys in our groups that at least two-thirds of shopkeepers, at least those in my group memberships, own an iPad. And I don't just mean an iPad for their store's point-of-sale system, because of course, you could qualify that as you know, you owning an iPad. But uh, I'm pretty sure they personally own and use an iPad. I thought that was really interesting to me because I never wanted one and I never used one. And I was like, wait a minute, am I behind the game here? And really, if it weren't for this whole process, I probably still wouldn't have an iPad, but it has been totally worth it. So my investment was around maybe $500 total. However, if you're a current iPad owner, your investment in digital note-taking will be much less because really the only other thing you need then is the digital pencil. Okay, so time to wrap this up. Members of Master Shopkeepers have heard all about this journey of mine, and it has prompted quite a few conversations And tip sharing in our group, including me letting them in on a secret that I'll be announcing soon. And I'm sure you can tell I can go on and on about this topic. And I know digital note taking won't be for everyone, but what is important here is that if you're drowning in and frustrated with handwritten paper notes or journaling, you know, to-do lists, all that good stuff, this could be a fantastic solution for you. It's been a great solution for me. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like GoodNotes works with Android phones or tablets, but it does sound like maybe something like Noteledge could be a good alternative for Android users. If you know otherwise, if you're like, oh, Kathy, I've been doing this for years. I have an Android phone and this is the app that I use. Please DM me on Instagram so I can share it with other people. Let me know what you use. Even if you're an Apple user and you use a digital note-taking app that isn't good notes, let me know what that is too. I'd love to hear more on this because I'll be recording more episodes on this topic in the future because it's that good and that much worth sharing. So DM me on Instagram. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. It really is mind-boggling to me that more people aren't sharing about this topic And the ability to do this, the ability to take notes digitally. Seriously, I'm just, I'm surprised that it's taken me so long to learn about it and to embrace it. If you wanna see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, and we're gonna link all of the hardware and software that I bought um, and downloaded. You'll visit my blog at savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 138. Again, it's savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash episode 138. And please, if you use this, if you want to use this, if this intrigues you, if you do this on an Android phone, I want to hear all the things. I say this all the time. Like I tell people, reply to my emails, I reply back, or send me a DM. It's really genuine. And when I ask you for feedback, I'd really like to know. Or, you know, in, in the extreme opposite end, maybe it's like Kathy. Absolutely not. I love paper and pencil. I'll never switch. I'd love to hear that too. So go ahead and DM me on Instagram at savvy shopkeeper until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.